Hello and welcome to According to John. Today we're going to be on the topic and we're going to answer the question, can Satan and or his demons hear our prayers? Pastor John, I've been asked this question a dozen times over the years. It's something like early in a Christian's journey, they just kind of get a little weirded out by this. Yeah, right. <laughs> I remember when I asked that question, I asked my pastor, I felt yeah. like it was so stupid to ask, right. but I thought it. I've had that over many yeah, times. Yeah, many times. And, and the truth is, yes, <laughs> he can hear our prayers if they're verbal, out loud. Well, that's where I was going to go for a moment. I think it was Billy Sunday said when he prayed, he only prayed silently. He never prayed out loud. They said, right. why? He said, I didn't want the devil to know what I was praying. <laughs> right. That's not a deep theological answer. But it, it does show that even at high levels of, of, of men that have been used of God in a powerful way, it, it, there's a spiritual battle right. that's going on. Right. And I love how systematic you have laid this out. That's that's our job as Bible mm -hmm. teachers to right. systematically lay out what does the Bible say. So we're not just running around. Well, you know, I pray the devil heard me, so I'm in big trouble with the devil. No, no, no. We're it's all we're gonna we're gonna clear it all up. Yeah. Yes, sir. And, and you know, here's the other thing too. Um, okay, so he hears our prayers. Okay, uh, it's not gonna stop God from hearing them and answering them. And here's the other thing though. Probably more important than him hearing our prayers is the fact that he sees everything we do, and he knows how to he knows how to trip us up not because of what we pray to God, but because of the way we live our life. Yeah, the the wordage of our prayers I think is insignificant to Satan because he's on he's under God's authority anyway. He's right. pushed out. He's got a long leash, which you're gonna. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I never thought of that, John. But that's that's a great point he's going to bring to you in just a moment. But. Uh, he watches us. Mm -hmm. He knows our patterns. Well, I think about this. What what do we always tell people? Or you know, I remember my my dad used to tell me, uh, "You don't do as I do, boy. You do as I say." But <laughs> but what did I do? I did as he did. Yeah, me too. Me too. And so what we do says way more than what we say. Well, we told our listeners what we're gonna do, but. Who are we, John? Yeah. You forgot. So I, I didn't forget. I'm getting there. Okay, well, I'm impatient. Get at it. I am your host, John Westfall. This is my co-host, Pastor Duke Herget, the Duke Meister. And today we're going to talk about uh, can Satan and or his demons hear our prayers? And as we unfold this, we will we'll answer the, the, the question by uh, with Scripture, but we'll also show how Satan is involved in our lives and how he understands who we are. And we're going to broaden it out a little bit. Yeah. Just, yeah. Okay. I'm in my secret place praying and can the devil hear my prayers? And sometimes I pray out loud and sometimes I don't. Right, right. Honestly, I don't think there's a big difference. Right. If, if I'm tired, I pray out loud because help keep away. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. Yeah. So, but if I'm, if I'm, uh, pretty cognizant and aware then I can pray quietly without, or, or if I start praying quietly to myself and then I notice my brain starts wandering, then I pray out loud because that helps keeps me on track. Yeah. I, I have to say, do the same thing. Yeah. I just did a podcast on, on, uh, the pastor Duke podcast about the secret place. You know, would God guard that secret place? I'm there alone. I've tuned out the world. I've turned off my, 
my devices. Uh, I, I'm away from my family. I'm physically alone. Would God <clears throat> sanctify that secret place and allow the devil no access? I, I don't know. I don't know the answer to that. You know, I don't worry about it. Yeah, but I think I think I think he would. I, I think he would too. And, and the reason I think he would is because you have taken and made sure that that is a precious time between you and God alone. And I think God honors that. I, I'd have to say, I think that. I can't prove that sure. in Scripture. Right, right. And if it was really important, God would have answered it in Scripture. Right. And that's a that's a, a biblical principle. Don't worry about what God hasn't told us. Right. Because there's plenty that he did tell us. And we're ignoring. Yeah, be ye holy, for I am holy. That'll keep you busy. Amen. There's a point right there, baby. Johnny gets a point. <laughs> I'm giving you a oh, point. I'm giving that. you a point. Oh, dude, I'll take it. Yeah, he's, he's but I'll take the one you gave me, too. <laughs> okay. Well, we're on the same page, so that ought, right. ought to scare the pants that, off of you. Right? So so as we look at this, and we're going we're gonna, to uh, walk through it, but yes, the devil uh, or Satan can hear our prayers, and uh, probably if he wants to, I don't know that he tunes into us all the time. He's, now, which is amazing, because Satan <clears throat> is one spirit being right he is not omnipresent right and he was created just like we are well not out of the same material but just like we were created god created him just like you and i can only be at one place right. at one time right now i'm not at home right now but i still have a little influence at home even right. though i'm technically not there i'm here in, in the studio but uh, satan a lot of times we'll say can satan hear and in my general conversation when i say satan i'm really talking about him and his team right of demons right and so, yeah, because he can't be everywhere at once. So he sends out, he sends right. out his cronies. So a lot of times I think in Christian vernacular, when we say Satan, we're really talking about his whole team. Right. And, uh, so does God, I, I kind of think God would in the secret place, I think he would keep him from access there. But, uh, when I'm, you know, when I'm at, just thinking out loud. I'm praying out loud. Sometimes in my car, I pray out loud. Can he hear me? I, well, of course he can hear. Right. And he can watch my, I mean, he knows if I get angry, somebody cuts me off. I, I, I've never really shown road rage a couple of times I did in my life years and years ago, but, uh, but I'm, I'm not one that is given to road rage, but I get real impatient. Somebody, you know, I gave him well, half a second to go. The light turned green. <laughs> And I waited a whole half second, and they didn't move. I'm just wanting to hit that horn. I'm from so, New York, and we don't wait for that. Watch the thing. But I don't act out on that. So, But I think Satan knows our patterns. Yeah. So do you remember Bill out in Pitts, uh, Pittsfield uh, uh, Tabernacle? Yeah, Bill Havens. Bill Havens. Oh, right. Man, man, dude, friend. Yeah, I was heartbroken when he passed. Uh, uh, but when he was going through cancer, and they put him on this medicine, and it made him very short-tempered. Right, because normally he was oh he was laid laid back, laid back right tech big big old six five six six Texan dude man beautiful heart <laughs> I love that guy and he was telling me he was like John I got to be careful and I go why he goes because uh, and he was on this drugs for the for the cancer and he was like I was driving down the road and this car slowed me down and he said I got so angry I just floored the car and I was trying to ram him and the car wouldn't go anywhere. And he goes, as soon as I calmed down and came to my senses, all of a sudden I gave it gas and the car started moving again. He goes, I knew God stopped it. I go, of course God stopped it. You were being stupid. You had a lifetime of uh, But listen, God may not do that for everyone. I'm just saying, don't try it. 
Yeah, but, but he even said, he goes, I know God, I know God stopped the road rage. But this, <laughs> the enemy knows our patterns and he knows what's the, what uh, stops right, us. But right. really what we're going to expand this and rather we're praying, if we're praying, not praying out loud, he can't right. hear us. Just well, like I can't hear you yeah. in silent prayer. He can't hear if we don't pray out loud. And here's the other thing. We can't be ignorant of his devices Amen. and we're not ignorant. God's made it very clear who he is and what he does. As a matter of fact, second Corinthians two 11 says, lest Satan should take advantage of us for we are not ignorant of his devices. Mm-hmm. And he can't take advantage of us because we know who he is unless we just act like he's not there. I don't think him hearing our prayers is a strong demonic device. I don't think it matters. I don't even worry about it. If I pray out loud, if I pray silently, it doesn't matter. I'm protected from God. And sometimes, you know, Jesus said, get thee behind me, Satan. I've said that many times in prayer. Get thee behind me, Satan, because I can feel his encroachment upon my own mind Mm -hmm. with his lies. I have doubts coming in. Get thee behind me, Satan. Or or all of a sudden you get these, uh, what I call, I think they're the fiery darts, where you are thinking or you're thinking about one thing, and all of a sudden out of nowhere this crazy sinful thought comes in your head, and you're like, where in the world? And it's just to derail you, and and you're like, where in the world did that come from? And I think that's a fiery dart. And I never thought of that, John, but I agree. I think it's I a fiery know, that's, dart. That's interesting. Point goes to John. I take that's it. good. That's really a good point. I'm yeah. gonna ponder that. I think it's absolutely true because we're in a spirit battle mm-hmm. constantly. Right. And we're told about the fiery darts. Well, mm-hmm. if it's not that, what is what it? is it? You know, I've never had a a, a flaming arrow right. shot at my car or right. to me, but I know I've had I think I think fiery darts are Satan's whispers in our ear because again, it's a spiritual world. Yeah. Uh, I think it's, it's Satan's whispers in our ear that cause us to think sinful thoughts to derail us from being godly or prayerful or whatever. That's the neat thing about uh, a Bible study together combined mm-hmm. like this. Um, I, I come to teach, and I'm learning. It's both like, ways. Yeah, it yeah, goes both yeah, ways. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's, it, that, that's great. Or sometimes you're praying. You know, you're in prayer, out loud or silent. Yep. And then the fiery, fiery darts. Dark yep. Yeah. Well, what, what is Satan, last thing Satan wants us to do is pray. Is pray. Well, so, and that's, that's what I think some people don't understand is Satan's no respecter of person. He doesn't give a rip about us. Satan has one goal, one goal only, and that is to stop us from glorifying God. That's, that's his whole goal. Yeah. So, so he doesn't care how that happens or how it looks or, uh, you know, as long as he can derail us, however that looks, that's all he cares about. He's, he's nothing else matters to him. Mm-hmm. In spiritual warfare, you have, uh, in, in a battleground, you have generals and lieutenants mm-hmm. and sergeants and, right. and, uh, I'm just going blank. Petty officers, so yeah, on and so forth. Yeah, private. Yeah. Private, yeah, private. There you go. And we're all made equal before God. He loves us all the same. Mm-hmm. That's not the, not an issue. But God has called certain men mm-hmm. to to be leaders, whether teacher, evangelist, pastors, et cetera. And you and I have one of those God callings on our lives. And I think that, by very nature, makes us a bigger target for right. the enemy. Oh, really. absolutely. Well, all right. <clears throat> Best way to take down the church. You take the one sitting in the back pew that's late every day, uh, every Sunday, yeah, or, do, or do you take down the pastor who's or leading? his wife or his kids and 
to what to inflict the most right. damage take possible. The, take the top guy out, and you've destroyed the team. That's why I always ask for my congregation to pray for me. Mm-hmm. Pray for my family. Pray yep. for protection. We need it. Uh, you know, things come against us uh, that are just just purely demonic. Right. Uh, false accusations. <laughs> I remember I was working two jobs. Dude, I'm telling you, I, I'm, false accusations are just. And they a, get to you, man. I'm working uh, two jobs, <laughs> and I'm, I'm getting almost no money from the church. I'm getting $110 a month from the church to make my car payment. I, I'm I'm driving school bus in the morning. I'm driving school bus in the afternoon. I'm coming back. I'm working from 10:30 to 2:30 at UPS. And uh, a, a guy rose up in my church and said, oh, "Pastor Duke's just in it for the money." <laughs> Come on, man! I Tell know. me I'm dumb. I'm ugly. My mother dresses me funny. I'll sign on to that. Yeah. But I'm just in it for the money. It's I like know. you, dirty rat. Dude, listen. I I I took a massive cut to pastor <laughs> i know a couple people that have right it's like because the money is not what matters but satan gets in there and he'll disrupt that fiery darts and the further it is from the truth the more angry it makes me yeah I mean, and and but you know what's even crazier the more people seem to believe it well, it w- that one in that that moment was so bizarre that it was not believable. Right, 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 right. But he had he had a couple families in the church that were mad. See, he mm. he didn't think I was. He was just looking for. He didn't like me anymore. <laughs> right. I, I preached against his sin or something. Right, right, right. And yeah. He he got yeah. mad at me, so he's just yeah, looking. for I something. told him his he was ugly and his mama dresses and funny. <laughs> so he got copped an attitude towards me, and that's what he drew out of the sword. Right. That was a fire dart, right. and it really wasn't believable to, to right. somebody could count to ten. Right, right. And uh, <laughs> you know, it wasn't believable at all, but. You okay, John? Dude, that was that was that was funny. That was funny. Well, I tried to be. That's funny. It wasn't I love, believable. I love seeing it this guy get derailed. Look, it wasn't believable to somebody who can count to ten. <laughs> I, just, I think I just made that up. I've never used that phrase before, but uh, it was just the spirit center. That was funny. Make your day. It did. Go ahead. So I don't know where I was at. Oh, the believability thing. Yeah, but it was a fiery dart. It was a fiery dart, and and Satan saw me working hard, you know, trying to plant this church. I don't know why that's so funny to me. Oh, that's hilarious. Okay, so so four, five, six. Yeah, we can do it. Ten, right? Yeah, yeah. With our eyes closed or open, we could do it. Right, we're on top of it. But Satan's going to send the most absurd things to just wacky stuff, just to. Get under our skin right. to hurt our feelings right. to discourage us. As well, and again, that's a, that's his whole goal because if he can keep us there, we're not worshiping God. I would like to say also these fiery darts. I think I know Christian people that fight with depression. Mm-hmm. I think fiery darts are part of this whole thing about yep. depression. You're you not get, good enough. You you, you know you fooled here. Yep, you, you yep. failed here. Yep. You know, got you. If everybody, if anybody really, it's never going to work out. You're not, yeah. uh, You're a loser. I'm telling you, that's what it is. I think that's what it is. If people get discouraged and and discouragement a little bit further turns into Mm -hmm. depression, which you know you're looking inward now. Right. You don't have a chance. You got to get out of that inward. Mm -hmm. You were not ignorant of his devices. He sent these fire darts. What I've done, and I teach people to do, is write down what you're feeling. Right. And say, is that biblically true or not? Right. 
And then you write down the Bible verse, and with today's phones, it's not hard to find the right verse for your issue. Right. Write it down what you're feeling, and you'll know what you're going to find. That's not true. That's a big fat lie. That's what I feel, but that's not true. That's wrong. God's word, you know, I'm. I, here's truth. Here's error. And you shall know the truth. Hold on to the truth, and the truth shall set you free. free. Right. So I guess I strayed, chased a little rabbit. You did, but I let you go. But I will tell you this. Here's a, here's a great. Here's something really good to hold on, Revelation 20.10. The devil who deceived them was cast into the lake of fire and brimstone where the beast and the false prophet are, and they will be tormented day and night forever and ever. I like that. I do too. So we're in a battle, <laughs> but he's going to lose that battle. He's going to lose, and that's the whole point. He uh, is absolutely going to lose. <clears throat> and so, look, we're to give the devil his due. Uh, but we don't give him more than he's due. We know his devices. When yeah. he comes in with the fiery darts, you got me fired up, John. I can the, tell. On the fiery darts. <laughs> because those things come in every day. Mm -hmm. And sometimes they start catching fires. Right, right. And then I start believing the lie. And I got to back off and say, no, Lord, I don't believe the lie. I believe your word. And then I'm delivered from that. But I, uh, we we have to live this out before our listeners and we can exhort you with great yeah. confidence that yeah. this is good spiritual medicine. Yeah, absolutely. So one of the things we're going to look at is, um, in Job, which is in the old Testament is spelled job, but it is pronounced Job. I call it a job at first. Yeah. <laughs> and, and so there's a few things we're going to look at. And in Job chapter one, verse six, what we're going to see is, First off, God summons Satan, and Satan answers. The second thing is God puts limitations on Satan, and Satan does not go beyond those limitations. Can't. The third thing is God throws an idea at Satan, and Satan immediately knows who he's talking about. And I, I think what this passage shows us is that uh, Satan pays attention to us, if we love God, Amen. If we don't love God, I don't know that He gives much. No threat to Him. No threat. He Who cares? Have to mess with us. He's yeah. already got us under His control. So I think if we love God, He pays attention to us, and I think, I think that He is no different with us than what He is with Job here. Agreed. 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 So in Job chapter one verse six through twelve, it says, "Now there was a day when the sons of God came to present themselves before the Lord, and Satan also came among them." And I'll stop here just for a second. I find it interesting that um, God still has meetings with them. Yeah, there's the still communication. Yeah, and and they came to present themselves before the Lord. Uh, what to 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 show what they're doing to for God to remind them. I. I like, I don't know why. He's still on the throne. I know, exactly. He's on the throne. Yeah. And uh, well, I thought Satan was kicked out of heaven. There's three heavens. There's the very presence of God, the, mm -hmm. the highest heaven. Then there's like the middle heaven where this is happening. And then the lower heaven is the sky where the birds fly from the scripture. So God threw him out of the high heaven. He has access. And that's where this conversation is taking place at. It's kind of in the lower, uh, the middle heaven, if mm -hmm. you please. And God's going to make a command. Satan, uh, and Satan is going to listen. Yeah. Verse seven. And the Lord said to Satan, from where do you come? Satan answered the Lord and said, from going to and fro on the earth and from walking back and forth on it. And so we know they're not on the earth. Mm -hmm. 
So you may be right. It may be in in outer space. That would yeah, be your second it's, it's heaven. It's a different. It's yeah. Because the sky is the first heaven, outer space, second heaven, and then heaven is heaven. Yeah. That's your three heavens. And um, and so verse eight. Then the Lord said to Satan, "Have you considered my servant Job? That there is none like him on the earth, a blameless and upright man who fears God and shuns evil." And it's like God, why are you throwing Job under the bus? I think God is insulting Satan and not throwing Job under the bus. I think He knows that Job loves him. Job knows him. That's funny. This He's is where trusting. you. This is where you and I like you always, dude. You always take that road that builds them up. I and I Job. take the road. I love Eve. I love look, look, Job. And I take the road that exposes them. <laughs> That's the way I see it, Johnny. <laughs> I don't know who's right. And you're like, I, I'm always kind of, I'm kind of like to get your perspective on it because there's a lot of times it's a little bit different than mine. Yeah. So, but it doesn't matter where this is happening. It it matters that it is happening. It's happening. And God is bragging on Job. He is. And that's for sure. Right. And Satan hates Job. Mm-hmm. That's kind of, and yeah. Job is falsely accusing. Excuse me, Satan is falsely accusing Job. Oh, the only reason he loves you is you blessed him. And, uh, you put a hedge of protection about him. Why wouldn't he yeah, serve he's, you? He's rich. He's got a great family. Mm-hmm. He's got everything. Right. You right. know, go ahead. Well, so what, what we, when we look at this in verse 8, what we see is that, um, that Job is blameless. So uh, that means that his walk and talk match. Yeah, he confesses his sins daily. He makes sacrifices for them. He's on God's side of things against himself. He's seeking the Lord. He's blameless. And, and he's upright, which means he keeps his character and integrity intact. Yeah, people respect him. And one who fears God or loves God and shuns evil decides to follow God rather than his own ways. But... Job has a problem here because I've always wondered, like, why does God throw Job under the bus to Satan? And, and, and the whole idea of this passage is to show you that Satan knows exactly who Job is. And, and Satan doesn't deny that. How about this? We're all in a spiritual battle. Uh, God and Satan are in spiritual battle, and we're part of this deal. We are. And, but here's the thing. With Job, Job has a massive... Uh, Job has a Job has a pride issue. But we don't discover that until we hit 37, 38, 39, usually toward the end, where God's like, I'm gonna ask you 70 questions. Hold on. Right? Where were you? Where were you? Yeah, right? Starts out. Where were you? And so all of a sudden Job realizes he needed humbled. He humbles himself before God and then he's right before God. So here what we have is we have God allowing or using, if you will, using Satan to humble Job and to humble Satan. It's a double-edged, yeah. yeah, He's he is, he is, he is taking care. Because God never just makes one move and only one thing's affected. When God makes one move, man, there's a multitude of things affected. And yeah. Job's, and, and, and through God humbling Job, that answer and and Job being willing to be humbled, then that answered all of Job's prayers for his kids and his family. Mm-hmm. I've never considered it uh, a, a pride issue, but I'm I, I I'm thinking because the response that you brought up, I'm I'm pondering this. Just read Job two days ago, and um, what a guy! What a guy! Right? But he he certainly was humbled, mm-hmm. and his friends accused him of arrogance. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. I never thought of that because I don't like his friends. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but a lot of the things right. that they said were true. Right. And more than anything, God accused him of arrogance. Yeah. But going back to our topic, this yeah. really clearly shows that right. there's a spirit battle. Mm-hmm. We're in it. Satan is aware of Job, mm-hmm. knows a lot of details about Job's life. He does. Well, and here's the other thing. Satan uh, 9, so Satan answered the Lord and said, does Job fear God for nothing? Have you not made a hedge around him, around his household, and around all that he has on every side? You have blessed the work of his hands. His possessions have increased in the land. Satan didn't go, oh, wait a minute. Let me pull out my Rolodex and see who Job is. And Satan didn't go, He knew Job who? He immediately responded with who he was. And, and so what we have is, uh, Job has made himself known to Satan and to God, and I think it's because Job was not quiet in his prayer life. Yeah, I, I've never thought of that before either, John. He was not quiet in his prayer see, life. See, this is the really neat thing about going deeper in the Scriptures. We know the story of Job, but now we're taking a look in, in, in kind of analytical look at from moment to moment because sometimes that's the only way you're going to get it i call it reading between the lines and there's so much room for the holy spirit to to teach us to comfort us Mm -hmm. i get comforted job scares me because i'm kind of living in that bubble of blessing too right like he was that's what satan was saying well he lives in a bubble of blessing right you (laughs) won't let me touch him Mm -hmm. that's interesting isn't Mm -hmm. it well, you put a protection around him. I haven't been able to mess with you. Let me get in, throw those wild, those darts. Think about that. That's exactly what he said. You've been protecting him where I couldn't even get in and destroy anything. So I'm right on on that, John. I'm going to give you that. All right. You got a point. I feel good. I give you a point. I'm liberal today. <laughs> Man, I'm rich today, baby. <laughs> I'm cash those points in it. Right? But then, but then what's interesting is Satan's like, oh, but if you do this, he'll do And then God's like, okay, you know what? You, uh, you can touch anything he has, but don't touch him. Mm-hmm. God kept drawing the line in the kept, sand. He kept drawing the line. See, that's the sovereignty of God. That's mm-hmm. what gives me comfort here. Right. Because Satan can only go so right. far. Exactly. And so so the idea of this whole thing in Job is the fact that, um, I, you know, whether Satan can hear our prayers or not, which I believe that he can, and I believe that he did on Job's, and and Job doesn't specifically state that Satan could hear his prayers, right, to God. Um, but it does suggest that he is privy to our conversations with God. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, he's aware. He is absolutely and aware. I think he's probably nervous or maybe even terrified mm-hmm. right? as we as we pray, as we really find that secret place and we get serious it about it. It shakes prayer. him up. When we, oh, that's the key when we get serious yeah. about seeking God's face. Yeah, and and so now here's the next question: Can he read our minds? Can Satan no. read our minds? I can't read your mind. No, although I know your patterns. Yes, <laughs> that's interesting, isn't it? Yeah, because I'm finite. Mm-hmm. I'm not omniscient. Right. I'm not uh, right. omnipresent. I'm not right. uh, uh, omnipotent. So Satan, likewise, is a created being. He he he's not everywhere at the same nope. time. But his his team. Mm-hmm. And kind of spread out, so we yep. we call his team by his name oftentimes because they have the same agenda, the same same goal, the same boss. Right. So, uh, yeah, go ahead. Pick so up. I'm going to say this: First Kings eight thirty nine. Um, 
the Bible indicates that God alone uh, knows our personal thoughts here in 39. Then here in heaven, then here, H-E-A-R, listen, then here in heaven, your dwelling place, and forgive and act and give to everyone according to all his ways, whose heart you know, for you alone know the hearts of all the sons of men. So there's the answer straight from mm-hmm. God. Right. And then Satan is not all-knowing, uh, but we have, so he doesn't know everything, but we don't have any secrets with God. None. Hebrews 4.12 says this. For the word of God is living and powerful and sharper than a two-edged sword, piercing even to the division of soul and spirit and of joints and moral, and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the hearts. Psalm 139.2, you know my sitting down and my rising up. You understand my thought afar off. Jeremiah 17.10, I, the Lord, search the heart. I test the mind, not tempt. There's a massive difference. Amen. I test the mind, even to give every man according to his ways, according to the fruit of his doings. And so he's like, listen, I know the mind. I know the thoughts. Uh, There are other passages that I don't have in here, but it says that God sees us as we are naked, Mm -hmm. meaning that we can't hide anything. Uh, There's nothing greater than our hearts, and God knows our hearts. I think Satan wants us to think that he's as smart as God. Right. But he's not. He's not. He's not even close. And uh, I think he only knows what we do mm-hmm. and what we tell him. What we show him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and and the other thing, too, that we see in the passages is in Luke one thirteen it says this. But the angel said to him, do not be afraid, Zacharias, for your prayer is heard, and your wife Elizabeth will bear you a son, and you shall call his name. And so the angel Gabriel now, here's the thing. He was familiar with Zechariah's prayers, but only because God told him why he was going to earth and what to tell Zechariah. So Gabriel was simply delivering a message from God. Who knows all. Who knows all. And Gabriel knew why he was there. And so it would make sense that he would say, your prayer is heard. And, and so, uh, and your wife, Elizabeth will bear you a son and you shall call his name, John. He was just delivering a message from God, the father. So we see that Gabriel knows Zachariah's prayers, but I don't think he knew him prior to being sent on mission because he's not omniscient. He's not omniscient. And, so, and, and by the way, it's none of Gabriel's business. What we pray, like it's none of Satan's business. What we pray It's none of anybody else's business. What we pray, uh, except for, if we pray out loud, yes, we share. And if God uh, exposes it, then they know. Mm-hmm. Interesting. He's heard your prayer. Now, he is an old man now, mm-hmm. way past the age of childbearing. But isn't it neat right. that even though that he, you know, I, I haven't prayed about having children in a long time. <laughs> right. I used to pray about, it. oh, Lord, we pray for conception. God yeah. blessed, heard our prayer. And then we, our quiver was full. Yeah, I haven't prayed for more children. And I bet, I just think it was Zechariah. He probably hadn't prayed that as right. a young man. Oh Lord, grant us, give us kids. And it, it wasn't answered, but it was heard. Mm-hmm. And then in God's time, God think said, about yeah. that. It wasn't answered, but it was heard. Mm-hmm. It was That's going awesome. to be answered in God's perfect time. Right. And it wasn't just going to be an average baby. It's going right. to be a, a, at a human level. So it's going to be a, a, a mover and a shaker. Yeah, right? Never born a woman actually. Yeah. 
According to scripture. According to scripture. That's so crazy, right? Yeah. And so in the end, here's the deal, right? It doesn't really matter if Satan and his demons can hear our prayers because um, our father who art in heaven, hallowed be his name. He can do and does do whatever he chooses to do. He'll accomplish his will. I think no the, matter what. I think the reminders should always come to us when we have this question. Oh, I'm, I'm praying. Maybe I shouldn't pray out loud because I don't want to tell the devil what I'm really thinking. Forget about it. You just submit yourself, therefore, to God. Resist the devil. He has to flee from you. Yes. Well, but the, uh, uh, the first step, right, um, is we have to resist, right? Yeah. And praying. Seek, was it seek God, resist the devil, and he will flee? So actually, we have to seek God first. Then we resist. And he has to flee because we get God involved. Yeah, we're seeking God. We're submitting to him. Yeah. And it doesn't matter if he hears or not. God is the boss. God is sovereign. Yeah. It doesn't yeah. matter if Satan knows what we're going to, what we prayed. He has no power over that. So right. and I'd say that he has no power over. So why would he even bother listening? I just a thought that comes through my mind. Well, he's, he's smarter than us. Well, the reason he listens is because he's got to figure out more ways on how to trip us up. Yeah, yeah. Or try to sabotage our prayers so that we have, well, God's not listening. I prayed for that a thousand times. God's not listening. And so he just sabotages our prayers, which diminishes, and it diminishes our desire to seek God's face. Yeah, fiery dart. Uh, my prayer didn't get answered mm-hmm. when I wanted it to. Right. Like Zechariah, but it was answered in God's perfect timing. Yeah, and that is what we don't have patience for. Mm-hmm. And Satan knows that. So, and also, yeah, and also that's the, yeah, if he hears our prayers, then he can figure out ways to, to get in there and manipulate or fiery dart us or whatever it takes to trip us up. Or we start getting close to our prayers being answered because we're doing all the things that God tells us to do. And then he's like, Oh, I know where they're going. They're getting too close and then try and trip us up. Mm -hmm. So that's the only reason that he would even want to know our prayers. This is spiritual warfare. On every level of it. and The uh, highest level, actually, in this. The more committed we get to Jesus, the more danger we are to him. Yeah. But uh, I don't think, we've never had a a board meeting, a staff meeting, a planning meeting in our church where we got together and said, oh, well, you know, we we, we have to be missionary-minded, but we better not because it'll make Satan mad, so we'll back. No, 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 no. Think about that. We never consider who he is when we're doing a planning meeting. Do you know know why most people are silent in any and every situation? Because they're afraid of backlash. Mm-hmm. And it falls in line same way with Satan. I'm not going to stir him up because I don't need the backlash. Life is good right now. You know, I was thinking when we did our missionary conferences, and as that's the that's our grand, that's our Super Bowl, that's the big big event of our whether it was a week conference or missions month, however we did it. I mean, that's the, where the rubber meets the road. That's where the seriousness of Christian commitment really comes out. Where we step up to face the the Great Commission, and uh, it's crazy. <laughs> Our dog would die the days before our, uh, and that emotionally totally wrecks a family. Mm-hmm. You know, three yep. kids and a dead dog. And <laughs> we you think about it. When this guy's dog dies, he's, he's going he's gonna to call me after come over and come over and hold you, Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> Loves his dog. 
That's a blessing. He's not. He's Mr. Softy when that dog. That around. dog has mental issues, man. That's all I'm saying. I think you gave him to him. Man. He can't count to ten. That's all I'm he saying. Sits up on your mattress <laughs> like he owns the world, man. But uh, then dude, that, it's so funny. We're getting ready for missions conference. My car breaks on. The tires go flat. The hot water heater goes out. There's water all over mm-hmm. the basement. Just, just mark it down. It's just how the yeah. battle is. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, whatever, whatever way. He can distract us. He's on board yeah. for. So we kind of led into the big spirit battle by just that simple question. Can Satan hear our prayers? Mm-hmm. I'd say he probably can, uh, but he's probably busy with a bunch of other stuff. And right. if we're really serious about the Lord, uh, he's probably more serious about us, too, because yeah. we're a threat. Yeah. Well, and he, look, he protected Job. He, he didn't spare Job from issues, but he protected Job uh, from Satan's domination. Let him go so far. Yep. Let him go a little further. And right. yet, in all these things, Job sinned not, neither charged God foolishly. Right. The Lord gave, the Lord took away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Mu- he was making music to God's mm-hmm. ears. Though he slay me, yep. yeah, well, I yeah, trust him. Well, I trust him. Music to God's ears. Yeah. And then God had a time. He said, Satan, back off, buddy. Mm-hmm. Back off. You're done. And the latter end of Job was twice the beginning. Mm-hmm. Oh, God restored his health. A hundredfold. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. And uh, so even though it was a huge test and it was humbling, it still was worth was worth everything. Yeah. And and Job learned his lesson and God blessed him for it. Mm -hmm. That's what it came down to. Hey, guys, listen, I um, as as we look through this, I I just want to give you this little bit of uh, encouragement. Right. If you want to, if you want to uh, disrupt Satan, then you have to be sincere and devoted to Jesus Christ, and that means frequent prayer. Whether it's quiet or loud doesn't matter. Bible study, corporate worship, loving our neighbors, and I will tell you this: it's a punch in the face to Satan when that happens. And so, listen, may we all do our part in making sure that Satan has a bad day. Keep him, keep him busy. Absolutely. Guys, I hope this has helped. And if it has, please like, share, subscribe, and follow. And until next time, God bless.